Hello, gems, and welcome back to the VTuber Voices podcast. In this podcast, we like to talk about what it's like to be a VTuber, to be a virtual business owner, and continue to pursue our dreams and content creation. In this episode, I will be continuing the interview with Fofamit, and we are going to be talking about the best part about being a VTuber for both Fofa and for myself. What is our favorite part about being a VTuber? We're also going to talk about how augmented reality can be used in your channel or for VTubing a really, really cool topic. Also, we both discuss VTubers that we look up to or enjoy following. Also, somebody asks a question about how do you tell your friends that you're a VTuber or your family members? So we talk about that a little bit as well. Another person also asks, what if I'm not an artist and I want to become a VTuber? Well, we discuss that as well. And lastly, we talk about Fofa's future plans for her YouTube channel and where she wants to go as a content creator. Thank you so much for tuning in for the VTuber Voices podcast and I'll see you in the episode. What is your favorite thing about being a VTuber? Um, having the freedom to do like whatever you want. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, um, like for example, my my the chair that I use in stream is not actually a chair; it's a stool. Chair chin. Um, yeah, like you can do whatever. <laughs> like, basically, you can change your environment. Like, it's kind of like if you've ever seen um a heavy rain with the uh, with the detective and like yes, heavy rain. Yes, like you can like snap your fingers and then boom, you're in a different environment. Like that kind of stuff up. It's the creative freedom. Yeah, and um. You don't even need like a big space. So like I know some people that do full body VR chat and like they're in the size like their play space is the size of a phone booth and you would never know. <laughs> the size of a phone booth. That is a rough comparison. Oh my god, like little square. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's that's mainly it. What about you? Probably. Yeah. So for one, the creative freedom, there's there's so many things that you can get, like you said, with a click of a button, because with and I've noticed this from YouTube video, like making YouTube videos like you. If you're going to film a certain scene, you got to set up your camera on the specific angle, take the shot, um, take it like over 100 times till you get it. But once you get stuff set up in like a game engine, you can click a button and now you have like this beautiful scene that you can activate every time. You don't have to pick up your equipment and move it over there and get it all set up and then hit record. And that's that's really cool. And then also probably the community. I think the VTuber community, like overall, there's definitely some rough spots, but Overall, everyone's pretty friendly and open and kind and willing to help each other. And that's something I really, really like about this community. Well, while I, I was thinking, so yeah. since you do IRL streams, mm -hmm. you, you should do this. Okay. Um, you should do, you should do um, augmented reality. How would I go about that though? How do I even start okay. that? Okay. So like basically right now you have Vive trackers on your body, right? Yeah. Yep. Index controllers and uh, three Vive trackers in my headset. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then what you do is the only downside is you need a green screen. I do have a green screen. You have a green screen. Get out. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. So then, like, all you got to do then is instead of like make um instead of having have a blank avatar. Yeah. But, like you can add like 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 accessories to to your model. So like so to like to your invisible model. But so like and the, it requires like a lot of like um like trial and error but once you get it set up it'll work since you're wearing all the trackers already you mm -hmm. can be in your virtual space yo you know what it was something that i want to try too uh that i was going to ask you about actually was so like if i do traditional art streams or i set up like an easel with my green screen can i like paint irl but like be in my virtual does that make sense like show my painted canvas like live time while i'm in my virtual yeah, yeah. 
yeah that'd be crazy is, like you're gonna need <laughs> trackers on your body and then have a green screen and then so what you could do to make lining everything up just a lot easier is have the camera so have it like add a when I, I was talking before about the cinema machine and virtual cameras and you can switch between a bunch of them have one of the cameras have a vive tracker attached to it or just like um, a vr controller and um, just attach that to an irl camera that you would use to film yourself on green screen oh yeah matches up. oh that's so cool and if i hook like hotkeys up to my controllers or like a panel over by my by my canvas i can click it to get like different angles of the painting or something yo that would be so sick yes oh my gosh yes great ideas <laughs> i love it we have two more questions it looks like from chat rosa says which vtubers do you enjoy following so who who are like the people you keep in your back pocket uh i really like you had her on a couple days ago Fats. Spats, yes, yeah. spatula. I watch a lot of spatula because yeah. uh, it's like the ultimate, like, I can do my work stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very focused. Yeah, her streams are and very like, focused. It's, it's really, it's, yeah, it's, it's really great. And like, um, I feel like I learn a little bit about live 2D at the same time. It, I find it's very similar to like 3D rigging. Very, actually. Mm -hmm. Then I would say, it's not a VTuber, but you, you know who this is, Rushzilla. Yeah, Rush. Mm -hmm. I, I watch a lot of um, Rushzilla because like, 3D modeling. God tier modeler. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I can model something that looks amazing in like six hours. It's like, how? How? Yeah. Well, to be fair, he he uses a lot of his base stuff, which as he should be, he uses like his bases and then like uh, replicates stuff no, a bit or like pokes at it. Sometimes he does it from scratch. Really? Oh, it's so good. Like there's a YouTube video that he does like how to sculpt a body and like it looks like a time lapse, but it's not. It's done live. <laughs> he's like, he just knows that it. it's like muscle memory built in that much. Yeah, that's what he says. It's like, yeah, he's, he's just, like half the time. I don't even like I'm not even concentrating on what I'm doing. So he's like talking to chat as he's doing it. And you're just like. <laughs> so mostly circled and focused around people that you can learn from sort of in the background while working on your own stuff. Uh, I, I do lurk in other people's streams, but like. It, it's it's mainly like those are the two people who are on when I'm working, like uh, uh, working on my computer on like commission stuff. So like there's their streams co like really are good for for that, I guess. I would say like in terms of like a stream that I think is super underrated that everyone should watch uh, would be this person called High Guy, who's not a VTuber. <laughs> But like, it's like he's an American who's um, in Japan, who's fluent in Japanese. Basically, like if you enjoy like the crazy Japanese television and you want to see that in like a V, sorry, not like a, a streamer form, you need to watch High Guy. He does like, uh, so like when he, he was making a VTuber model, that's like, it was like the most cursed thing I've ever seen. And it's like a wrestler that has like um, a bra on. <laughs> but it's like, and, but he's like, it's not a bra. It's major a uh, muscle pectoral support. Oh my God. When when uh when someone raids him, there's like a he has like a whole song and dance that he does with it. It's like bra bra janai bra janai. That means it's not a bra. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And there's like there's like crazy music and like there's like his avatar that is lot dancing live. It's great. I think it's good to have people like to watch and consume content that has nothing to do with what you do too, just for like random laughs or inspiration. So that's like that for you. Uh, Smolder says, okay, how should you tell people you are a VTuber, both online and maybe IRL people? Also, should you tell people you plan on becoming a VTuber just to have a following uh, before you're ready? I, I think... If you want to become a VTuber to get more views, you shouldn't. They should be there for you mm -hmm. and not like 
some kind of gimmick. And if you build on like those rocky fundamentals of like, well, I just want to do this to see if I can like increase my viewership, that's going to ultimately make you really unhappy internally as well. And like in terms of telling other people, like, does it just just do it? Yeah, just just do it. Make your dreams come true. <laughs> oh, it doesn't work with leap motion. No. Um, like, it's up to you if you want to tell your IRL people that you that you do that. But like. It's kind of like this. It's the same thing as like, hey, I'm a streamer. Hey, I'm a YouTuber, right? Like, just imagine how it come across like to your friends. You're gonna have friends that are be supportive, but like, do you know what I mean? You don't want to like meet a friend for the first time. He's like, hey, you should. It's like, hey, um, so uh, I'm a I'm a YouTuber and 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 a Twitch streamer. So uh, that's what I do. What do you do? Like, you know, what? it's 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 weird. I think it, like having it just be a more natural thing if it comes up in conversation is sort of when that information would come out. It's weird. I've had yeah. a I've had a really weird experience with that too. Uh, and not that anybody else would experience this, but I figured I'd share it because it was just a weird thing that I encountered. But so for one of the, my YouTube videos that I'd released recently called YouTube Changed My Life, I had some shots where I was like cosplaying as Sapphire IRL and people like pe- we're in this like public area in this park recording and stuff and people are asking me like, yo, so are you a cosplayer? Are you a model? And I was like, oh, I'm a VTuber. And people are like, a what? And then it was like just so confusing because so many people didn't know and i didn't know how to like explain it to them and i was like yeah i'm a cosplayer just <laughs> it was very interesting actually that would have been a good opportunity like oh yeah i'm a vtuber and just like pull up your twitch page right yeah no next time like i'm next time i do something like that i'm gonna bring some business cards with me because there's like little girls too that wanted to take pictures with me and i was like this is so cute and i could like give them a sticker or something to take with them and have like a little anime character sticker would be so adorable you shouldn't you should make your business card or like a sticker have a qr code on it like they can yes the tech yeah so hopefully that answers your questions folder jack tropolis says i'm not really one to ask questions about this topic as i don't want to appear uh uninformed but what advice would you guys give for someone wishing to become a vtuber but they are not an artist, graphic designer, or have little knowledge on 3D modeling? Or would you suggest that they don't become a VTuber at all if they are inexperienced in those fields? I would say VTubing in itself adds a lot of barriers. Like it's not just as simple as turning on a camera. I'm not saying VTubing is better. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that like, there's a certain expectation when it comes down to being a VTuber. So like, for example, like if imagine like, um, if my, if I'm VTubing and like, I'm going at, like five frames a second, like no one wants to watch that. I would say before you, if you're thinking specifically about becoming a VTuber, set everything up and um, OBS, I don't know about Streamlabs. I don't, I don't use Streamlabs, but like OBS has like a test broadcast function. Mm -hmm. Oh, like to see if your computer can handle it. And just do that and see if your computer can handle not only the internet, um, the 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 like ha- running your stream and your VTubing and your game at the same time. And like that would be like step number one. And like step number two is choosing your software. Um, there's tons of great YouTube channels that do full walkthroughs on um, specific VTubing apps that are free or paid. Um, if you're looking for a model, you can either make one in Vroid Studio, but like, or you can just go to booth.pm. So B-O-O-T-H dot P-M. And there's a ton of models that you can buy for less than $100 that you can use for VTubing. It's just the only thing you're not allowed to do with them is redistribute them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a solid answer. And if you plan, like, if you're like, oh, VTubing, and I might want to get even more involved in the VR side and do full body stuff. 
I'm pretty sure there's testing softwares too, or like things to see, can my PC run VR? Isn't there things to test that? Yeah, Steam. Steam has it. Mm -hmm. um, but like, in, in essence, like, you don't want to have a computer that's just like the bare minimum. I would say at this time, if you don't have a computer that's capable of running like VR, don't don't go out and buy one because like graphics card prices are ridiculous right now. So save your money. Yes. Don't spend money on, on the PC stuff right now if you can avoid it. Good questions all around, though. All right. So I have one last question for you, Fofa. And that is, what are your future plans with your content? Where do you see yourself taking your channel and your work? What are even if it's like some grandiose idea? Uh, yeah. It's, it's this is the harder path, but I think it's the better way. Yeah, is making separate YouTube channels so that yeah. you don't like muddy the water of your main channel. I guess is the best way to put it. So like my channels right now main mainly aimed towards like tech stuff slash tutorials, and like all of a sudden if I start adding like you know like funny clip compilation, like it'll it essentially it'll just kill my channel. So like uh, I I am starting a new channel that's a collaboration between two other people. Um, it's like it's called Virtual Offline. It's going to be um, a podcast. And what's unique about it is that we're all in the same environment. It's not VR chat. It's basically I used my knowledge on how to make a custom VTubing app, amplified it up a little bit. Yes. Um, switching to Unreal Engine with motion capture. And like what I really want to do is once I get that motion capture suit, I want to um, do a comparison between motion capture suit, VR tracking, webcam tracking, and basically every option that's out there. So people have like um, a, like a resource to compare, I guess. And then after that would be getting um, motion capture into yeah. VR chat. So you can use a like a mocap suit because I think that's better than just wearing a bunch of trackers. And then there's another thing that I, I'm, 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 this is like, I guess a public call out is I've thought of a way to kind of like bike lock your VR chat model so that it's not impossible to rip, but it's a pain in the butt to rip. And um, the only hurdle that I'm having right now is like, it, it does require like a special specialized knowledge for model making, which I have. Um, and then the second step is like, I don't know how to make shaders. I'm, I'm basically looking for someone that can make a shader. Um, essentially, like think about it, like the, um, the model itself is going to look like, it's going to be like, um, the default state of the model is going to be like, a, it's going to look like a funhouse mirror of a model, right? All weird and distorted. And like, that's the default state <laughs> of the model. And then I, I, my idea is to have a shader that will make the model look normal. Whoa, interesting. And so what that means is that someone can rip your model. And if they have a specialized whatever, they can, some, some yeah. of them can rip the shader. But what that means is they can't do anything else but re-upload it. So they can't just oh. like... They can't steal your model and redo things with it. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, what a what a clever workaround for that. But like, um, it's the the first step is going to be like, um, so you know about blend shapes. Mm -hmm. Is the it's going to be um, it's going to be two steps. The the model is going to have like a, a blend shape like passcode to it. So you need to set the blend like a, out of a series of like let's say fifty blend shapes. Uh, you need to set like five of them in a specific value in order for the model to look like like the funhouse mirror version of the model. And then on top of that, the shader needs to have that funhouse version of the model in order to make it look normal. I know how to do the, the blend shape stuff. I just don't know how to make a shader. Yeah. So then that next step will be learning about shaders and then combining that knowledge. I want to release that for free, but I, I just don't know how to do shaders. You got this. I know you'll learn easy. But yeah, those are my plans. That's, that's really exciting. And I'm excited to see how all that develops for you.
Yeah, the whole like separate YouTube channel thing too. I thought about doing that for this podcast as well because I was like, is it like disruptive? You know, is it disruptive to the current content on my channel? And then you get that whole, but oh, like starting a new channel, like am I even big enough to start a new channel? Or does that not matter? You know, so I, again, like just props to you for taking that leap and just saying, you know what, like this is better sustainability wise for all my channels and all my content. So let's do it. Cool. Yeah, just like, um, look at Jack Sucks at Life. He has, he has, a, he, has, he has a Guinness World Record for most amount of channels over 100,000. And they're like, really? literally, like he has like Jack Sucks at Life. What is it? Jack Sucks at Geography. Jack Sucks at um, <laughs> Pop-Up Pirate. Oh my God. It's like, just just makes pumps out those youtube channels so like it's it, it is possible it's just the only thing is like the hardest part is maintaining maintaining the consistency on all those channels exactly thank you so much for listening to the vtuber voices podcast and this will conclude season six fofa it was a long season but it was so much fun and i learned so much from you and i know the community also enjoyed this season with you on the next season season seven we will be talking to a pretty wonderful virtual reality youtuber named fia so i will see you guys for season seven thanks for listening it's been a pleasure as always have a great one